Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Plex Podcast. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex and you can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Also, just check out everything on our website, echoplexmedia.com. Enjoy the show. You call yourself far from amazing. You call yourself a passing good time You call yourself a hired gun And you like to call yourself the devil's best
Good evening, listeners. It's 8 o'clock and time to hit the docket. Uh, this is The Plex. We do this every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific. And uh, if you think this is worth a few bucks, hit us up on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash I'm the Breadboard Baker. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as Breadboard Baker. And uh, to my left, who are you, sir? This is the councilman. How y'all doing out there? Uh, I'm just considering doing some eminent domain on uh, the next studio. So uh, we're going to be annexing it soon. And I'm just filling out the paperwork, getting the conditional use permit going. So we'll be ready to rock. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at T-H-E underscore councilman. You can find me on Facebook as Hanselman. Hope to see you out there. Two ends. Just look for the, the gay unicorn. And I'm producer David. Bro- I'm going to break in right here. You can find me on Twitter. You can just find me. Uh, you can also find me on Grinder. I'm HK Perrin. You can find me on Twitter at HK Perrin. And uh, also sometimes there's a guy on Grinder who uses my Facebook account. So that gets fun reading through all those messages. Disappointed men wondering why I wasn't at their date. Ouch. I know how that feels. <coughs> this is the good wife. You can find me on the Twit box at Eplags Good Wife. Um, you can also send me your unpunched Nazis, hashtag unpunched Nazi, on Twitter and Facebook. And I think it's time to give the people what they want.
180 guy Pick up a ass for bloodshot eyes Get drunk and fight every night Idolize Bradley, belittle women's rights Homophobic, racist, and don't give a fucking hey Do you think you can drive a bigger truck? So wear your baseball cap to the side to let everyone know that you're a nice guy So cool, so impressed Lots of chicks in a barrel chest Cause you're a real man Punch for punch, gonna piss in your face while you're passed out drunk I'm a nice guy, you're a nice guy He's a nice guy, but all of you are assholes I'm a nice guy, you're a nice guy She's a nice guy, but all of you are assholes Nice guys, rule the planets Why just can't understand it? What could I buy by deception and lies? Social Darwinism and an overdose of pride Fuck off your fuck! I don't wanna hear it! Fuck off your fuck! Read it to the lyrics, cause everybody gets their trust with heads, a broken nose for dinner and breakfast in bed, alcoholic, paranoid, and suicidal too, but you're probably kill her before she gets away from you, she's in a pool of mud and cry, all your friends say that you're a nice guy, have a drink, this one's on me, look you're doing fine, losing to your disease, tomatoes, I'll pack your bags, bury you with my cash So that was Nice Guys by NVS. That is the occasional theme song of this show. Uh, shout out to the MGTOW. I enjoyed shout, it very much. Shout out to NVS. Shout out to NVS. Nice Guys Rule the Planet. Nice Guys TM. So we have a local docket that we usually do at the beginning of the show. And this week we have something that is fucking hyper local. This is right here in the same city that the studio is currently located in. This is a story from Campbell. In Campbell, a driver crashed into a business at a strip mall, forcing evacuations and a road closure. It happened near the corner of South Bascom Avenue in East Hamilton at around 9 o'clock this morning. Several dozen people were evacuated because the car hit a gas line. 
Bascom was closed for about an hour as a precaution. That leak has been fixed. Things are getting back to normal now. Nobody was hurt, and it turns out that the owner of a music shop was pulling in and couldn't stop. He told us he believes his brakes failed. So the story is man who owns music shop drives into own music shop. <laughs> Busts gas, well, possibly ruptures gas line. They buried the lead, like at the very, like at the very end, man. Here's the lead, right? This is the very end told us he believed couldn't stop and it turns he was hurt nobody was hurt and it turns out that the owner of a music shop was pulling in and couldn't stop he told us he believes his brakes failed like they buried the lead on this story yes. oh absolutely i know our clips are all taken out of context but if i worked for this news agency i'd be like listen we can't make fun of this person but we have to write the headline in such a way that somebody who is inclined to make fun of this person might think that we're making fun of this person and so I would say music shop owner drives car into own music shop. Now, I, that said, if, you're, if your intent is to tell a really good story and spin a good yarn, sometimes you want to leave like that little twist for the end, right? Uh, so there was someone who drove into this music shop, but they didn't really even set it up that it was a music shop till the end. So they really need to set it up sooner what the context is. And then they bring in that extra <laughs> element of, oh, by the way, it wasn't just anyone. It was the shop owner. Wow. Oh, he, they, yeah, they could have gone the whole, they could have gone the, all the way the other way. Yeah. Right. I mean, he must have a string loose or something. I don't know. What is it, um, was it a drive-through music shop? No, no. It's a. It's some sort of a. <laughs> it is now. The, oh, God. the name I implies was... that it's like a. It's a string oriented, like a guitar and or string instrument oriented uh, repair shop. I, I I know. I now know. I now know what place got driven into. I could not tell you the name of it, but I know their logo. It's this like kind of crappy clip art, fucking like music like. Oh, logo yeah was I, I someone bad recording for the we don't we don't need was to. someone recording during this it's not that kind of that's that's not like it's nothing like us there weren't string instruments flying this around isn't like allegra music it's like an instrument shop like a place where you take your instrument to get restrung or to get it serviced i still want to hear the sound of that accident well i crunch i mean i wish i wish we had that shit so that was your Campbell news update. Yeah, a little little palate uh, pre cleanser. <laughs> so we're gonna go all the way up north to Santa Rosa, and this story speaks for itself. We'll talk about airing your grievances. A North Bay homeowner was forced to cut <laughs> down his brand new fence. There's classic. We'll talk about airing your grievances. We'll talk about airing your grievances. A North Bay homeowner was forced to cut down his brand new fence. So, Veronica De La Cruz shows us he decided to give the neighborhood quite a view. Well, I think it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. This tea party is the talk of the town in Santa Rosa. It's weird because they're naked. I wasn't planning on making it being a big publicity stunt. <laughs> this peep show on Peterson Lane is Jason Windus's response to a city order to hack his brand new fence in half. I put this fence together for my dogs so that they had a place to run. As you see, I got a big dog. I got two of them. And they can just clear this fence no problem. But someone complained that the corner lot fence was blocking sight lines at the nearby intersection. You want me to cut my fence down, now you get to see what's behind the fence. Does it make you feel uncomfortable? Uh, I don't know. Windus even reserved a chair for the quote nosy neighbor who complained. I like the, his style. In time of adversity, he chooses humor. 
See, these are the kind of neighbors I, I want, guy. right? These are the kind of neighbors I want. When you get, you know, you try to do something wacky off the wall and your neighbors love it. You got to love that. Especially when you're getting screwed by the government. So this guy, his strategy is quite good because I got to tell you, man, mannequins creep me the fuck out. Right? Right. Like, I feel like if there was just a mannequin just kind of hanging out where this desk is, we would have a very hard time doing this show. Yeah, the, the video is during, uh, during the day. Uh, I can imagine even at night if you're walking the dog late, you know, like <laughs> you come across this place and it's like the, it, it would look like some fool's hanging out naked in this guy's yard. Like, honestly, the way, just from. It looked like there's a bunch of them. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a party. And Is you that know, really a bad thing? You can keep uh, an, a couple of LEDs uh, alive for at least a week with just a 9-volt battery and a resistor in series. So we could we could make the mannequin's eyes glow red. I feel like we should put mannequins out in front of this. No, no, fuck that. That's weird because then I'd have to ride my bike past them like on my way home. <laughs> or you could give them glowing red nipples. <sighs> Well, you, that, you, that, you, that would make them silly, and I wouldn't. They wouldn't creep me out anymore. To be perfectly well, we honest. could do that during Christmas. Good wife, how do you feel about mannequins? I mean, they do the job they're supposed to do. If they're which like, is either creep people out or wear clothes. If there was just one right behind you right now, would you be comfortable or uncomfortable? Would it be naked? Um, it might be like doing the shirt dick thing, except it doesn't have a dick. Right? Would it be naked? No, it would be doing the shirt dick. You know what shirt dick is? Mm-hmm. It would be doing shirt dick, except it doesn't have a dick. Nice shirt, no pants? Yeah, shirt, no pants. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like how I hang out on Second Life? Oh, God. <laughs> Ew, that's weird. We're going to have to move on. We have another clip that of was the man- you. We have, the, we have another clip of the mannequin party. Windis runs a local moving company. The mannequins were left over from an old Holloway job. It was just a little joke. You know, it was a little like um, a lot of people would cop resentment and get very angry about how they cut their fence down. I throw a naked party in my yard. As for what the neighbors think now? Not one negative response. Believe that? Right. And maybe the city will look at the ordinance again and change it. Otherwise, there might be a lot of these around. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the city says fences on corner lots are limited to three feet, so drivers at the stop sign can see oncoming cross traffic. Now they told us today they gave Windows two options, either reduce the fence height in its current location or move it back 15 feet toward the home to allow for the for the required setbacks. So obviously, I mean, at least he so gave the have, city what they wanted. That's yeah. right. He cut the <laughs> so they got what they wanted, right? They have to be able to see around the corner. Exactly. Now they're seeing a whole lot more, aren't they? Well, you know, in his defense, they weren't entirely <laughs> naked. One was wearing a mask. That's true. You're right. They weren't. I, you know, I, the other neighbors are kind of think it's funny. You know, there's no restrictions, I guess, against the art in your front lawn. So, I don't know. It made me laugh. There you go. So there's that. (laughs) Everyone on this wishes they were on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to last week, by the way. Like, apparently, people in Hillsboro have a problem with the art you put in your lawns. If uh, if your house is the Flintstone house and you're putting dinosaurs in your yard, but we've had some fucking Karen ass shit. Yeah, fucking local docket lately. But this is um, this is pretty. Uh, I have to say, this is pretty glorious. Uh, but it, it's ridiculous, though. This is an as a as someone who deals with these issues as a council watcher, not maybe an official councilman, but at least a councilman on Twitter. Um, 
Twitter. I'm a Twitter. I, gov- I'm, I'm a- not the councilman, but I blame one on Twitter. There's um, people on Twitter who like are pretending to be like scientists, and I argue with them all the time. But you're just on there pretending to be like a city councilman. Well, yeah, I'm a cosplay <laughs> councilman on Twitter. So that's hilarious, right? So, but uh, but dealing with these issues a lot. It's this is a and if you watch the video, this is a perfect example of dumbass policy that does that's not flexible enough to accommodate for unique circumstances this guy has a unique lot he if you look at where the fence is located it's not going to obstruct anyone's view of people coming around the corner and walking or walking their dog or the kids running around you can see perfectly fine around the corner it just happens to be that it doesn't fit within like the whatever setback feet parameters of what they want so this guy i love it i i love this response actually because and I feel bad because what he did was build a yard out for his dog. So his dog could have a place to run around, right? And now he has a fence that's three feet high that the dog can jump over anyway. So it's like, why even why even bother? So he's just, he, he. but this is his response. And Couldn't he just install like a section of fence that you can see through? I'm guessing there's not, I'm guessing that was not an option. I'm guessing you have to have clear sight, some sort of clear sight. The city thing. council did not see win- foresee windowed fencing. And they can bite <laughs> me, by the way, with a 15-foot setback, because that would actually, if you look at this house, it would be inside his house if he put it 15 <laughs> feet away from the fucking sidewalk. So, or fr- from, the cur- from the curb. So it's like, that's just ridiculous. This city... <laughs> it was obviously a law that was written after his house was built. So it's like, I'm sorry, he gets, he can build his fence out as far as i'm concerned but that but i'm not on the whatever the planning authority in in San, santa rosa all right whatever fuck that i like the guy with the mannequins <clears throat> fuck fuck making him tear his fence down it was like a residential neighborhood you can just fucking slow down because you can't see around the corner go like three miles an hour through the residential if you have to turn left or some shit right. it's fine you get We're home gonna like, have to do it anyway now that he has naked mannequins <laughs> right everybody's gonna <laughs> slow the fuck down anyway they're gonna it's, be all art you know anything that people can do that's not like keeping 20 square feet of grass and using fertilizer and water and a drought and all that bullshit any kind of alternative use for your front yard that's not grass i am 100 percent behind if you want to do rocks and cactus that's cool if you want to do metal tyrannosaurs that's also cool that's very cool, especially if you're rich and you throw parties there, like the story we covered last week. I was also I thinking, think you should uh, he should install a, a different nude art piece every month or so. I, this is my thing. I think seasonal. Just turn turn like, his his yeah. house into like a show for that kind of artwork around holidays, right? Like the St. Patrick's yeah. Day or, or the Black History Month. Dude, or hold on, Christmas hold on. The, or some some of, some of this already. Labor Day. The St. Patrick's Day one sounds awesome, and the Black History one month sounds problematic yes blackface <laughs> like oh god there's i don't no. believe in god but arbor day mom mother's day memorial day so i was gonna save this till later but it seems like everybody around here feels pretty good the good wife isn't super angry right now so maybe maybe the good wife will even express a positive emotion on this show here's uh, mayor pete talking to the morning joe crew mr mayor let, we'll, we'll do a rapid round really quickly just to introduce you to yeah. everybody we'll hit hit all the hot hot button issues uh, right now and and let democratic voters know where you stand let's start with your ideology first for people who don't know where you stand would you say that you uh you're uh, more liberal or less liberal than aoc nancy <laughs> pelosi where, where are you on the ideological spectrum I consider myself a pretty strong progressive, but I also don't consider the left-center spectrum to be the most useful way to uh, look at our politics right now, because I think it's gotten jumbled up uh, both by the current president and by the pace of change. Well, hooray for him. 
I, I like fucking Mayor Pete, man. I'm clapping because you are all clapping. HK, do you know who Mayor Pete is? I'm not clapping because I don't understand his his point. I mean, oh, he, he said needs he to go further into it. Oh, well, this clip was 36 seconds. And Morning Joe cuts him off, unfortunately. I mean, I, it's a good start to a point, but I, I want to hear what he has to say about the rest of it. This is an interview on Morning Joe. You're really not going to get the thing that you, you're looking for. You're going to have to take this like kind of kind of on its on its own merits. So, do you consider yourself more of a centrist? Again, I don't find these labels very uh, very helpful, but uh, I would consider myself more of a progressive than a centrist. Look, in South Bend, I wouldn't be able to uh, govern effectively if I couldn't work well with independents and Republicans. But I didn't do it by pretending to be more conservative than I am. I actually don't believe that the best way to reach independence today is through ideological centrism. I mean, mathematically, you, you look at the numbers in my county, and it's very clear that there are a lot of people who voted for Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Mike Pence and me, which indicates that, uh, you know, voters, uh, especially voters in, in the heartland where I come from, don't necessarily make their decisions by just lining everybody up on an ideological spectrum and then looking for the dot that's closest to where they are. But yeah, push come to shove in terms yeah. of my orientation. I'm going to come up most of these policy questions from a pro progressive angle. Yeah. Like, I love this guy. Like, because the morning Joe people are just asking him these kind of they they like try they like cited they've done this to all of the candidates right now where they ask them and they put them in a box. He won't. He's like he's like don't put me in a box, bro. Well, in the first clip, he asked, "Are you like Nancy Pelosi or AOC?" And that's like just so weird. Like, like, where what? are you? Where, where are you a Nancy or are you an AOC, Dave? It's just like setting up this fucking thing that goes from left to right, and it's like, bitch, put yourself on this thing. That's such a fucking yes. dumb thing for the news to do. Yes. Like, Mayor Pete, what's your sign? Mayor Pete, what's your Myers Briggs type? He'll do anything. He'll do all of that. You know what, Joe? Fuck it. You know what, Morning Joe show ain't gonna ask this guy about. What's that? Any policy? How's he gonna solve? Yeah, yeah. Like, like change? ask what what are the um what are the issues? Don't make it a a wrestling match or a horse race. It's like wh why should we fucking vote? The, oh no no, it's it's much more interesting to comment on Beto O'Rourke double parking his minivan I mean, that, it's a, that's I mean, much more important maybe it's a large minivan hold on so donald trump's has been pushing uh as have republicans uh have, have has been pushing uh the the line that democrats uh want to turn america into a socialist country yeah. uh do you think moving towards socialism is a positive step for the democratic party do you think moving towards social socialism is a positive step for the Democratic Party. I think country. it's a word in American politics that has basically lost all meaning. And that began when a conservative proposal, uh, the Affordable Care Act, uh, which was developed in the Heritage Foundation, uh, began to be described as uh, socialist uh, by conservatives who were opposing it. Look, um, I know that for years socialism has been used as a kill switch uh, to just stop an idea from being talked about. But I think if you're from my generation, the real interest is, is an idea good or not? And I think Democrats are going to be willing to talk about ideas that uh, somebody might try to demolish by claiming they're socialist, but we don't care whether it reads to some conservatives as more socialist or not. We care about whether it works. Hooray. I like that. Oh, I like what he said right there. That's well, this is what I'm saying. A plus. This guy is this guy is good. He's gay, so he probably can't win. 
because like people still like you know like gay people like have a weird way of doing sex (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you weird uncle pat see sometimes this show is well produced (laughs) it's sad but true but his husband is super hot too by the way this guy can't win because he's gay i don't mean to say that he shouldn't dude i'm in i'm like i might be like booty judge 2020 booty judge he, what is he supposed to go out there and be like seize the means of production like what is what is morning joe even asking him he's asking him about this like tiny difference like the sliver of difference between nancy pelosi and aoc like they don't there's n- there's just not that much difference there and he's there's you know what they're trying to do they're trying i think they're trying to fucking red bait they're trying to figure out who's a commie and who's not a commie like it's like the 60s and fucking it's the McCarthy time and they're like pulling in journalists and musicians and shit. I think, I think there's a little bit of that going on because are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? So is, does capitalism work? Does American capitalism work? Yeah, American capitalism is the most productive economic force known to man. But we also know that it can create massive inequality. And frankly, it can destroy itself if you don't have, you know, as one law school puts it, the wise constraints that make people free, right? Uh, I think uh, there's a generation of people who grew up at a time when you had communism, and socialism on one side. You had democracy and capitalism on the other. I think today we're negotiating the tensions between democracy and capitalism. I'm committed to democracy. And the biggest thing we have to ask ourselves is, if there is a tension between them, do you care about capitalism more than about democracy? Or do you care about democracy more than you care about capitalism? I like that right there. See, this is what I was telling you. This guy, this might be the guy, if he wasn't gay and his wife was hotter than Ivanka, then he might be the guy. Like, yeah, if he wasn't gay and his, is his husband hotter than Ivanka? He's, uh, yes. Well, he's yeah, he's very handsome, but in a sort of, a, you know, geek chic kind of a way. Can somebody put it on the ceiling for me? They're both Huffle Puffs or whatever. Uh, I don't or even he's know a, what that Do you means. know what a Huffle Puff is? It's some sort of like, like Harry, Harry Potter, Potter thing? yeah thing. Anyway, uh, and apparently uh, Judge attended the same fish shows I did back in like Booty Judge. We attended the same fish shows 19 years ago, which is kind of cool, in Indiana, no less, when he was in high school. So, kind of weird. uh, Oh, that's an interesting way to spell his name. Right? But no, it's Boot Edge Edge, if you listen to his Twitter bio. Boot Edge Edge is how you pronounce it. Here's one. Here's one more clip of him, and he he's just doing such a good job of like cutting through this dumb like. And I want to say that Morning Joe is a shit interviewer. Like, if you stick a couple camera, okay. First of all, you put all them lights on me, I'm gonna be like a deer in the headlights, fucking deathly afraid. But I am a better interview than interviewer than Morning Joe. He's a former congressman, so it's it's okay. He's yeah, he has no excuse. Final lightning question round, then I'll turn <laughs> it back over to Micah Brzezinski. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so do you, do you support the late-term uh, abortion legislation that was passed in the New York State Legislature uh, as well as in Virginia? I don't think we need more restrictions right now. And, uh, you know, uh, what I've learned in Indiana, being at a place where, uh, you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my supporters even come from a different uh, place than I do, uh, being pro-choice, I just believe that when a woman is in that situation, uh, and when we're talking about some of those situations covered by that law, extremely difficult, painful, uh, uh, often medically uh, serious situations where the life or health of the mother is at stake, uh, the involvement of a male government official like me is not helpful. 
Do states have a right? Should states have a right to ban abortion at 20 weeks? That sounds like a constitutional question. I'm not a legal scholar. What I know uh, is that these questions ought to be resolved by women in consultation with their doctors, not by the intervention of male politicians putting politically motivated restrictions on women's health care. Oh, my gosh. He gets it. I'm yeah, starting to really I like mean, this guy. Well, I mean, the one thing he has going for him is that he's a white male. So, <laughs> so if all else fails, the one thing. he looks like 44 out of the 45 presidents we've ever had. Right. And even Barack Obama was Scotch Irish. So really. But then, you know, all he, had, he, has sex, he has sex all weird. He does. He does. And that's. I think that's probably that probably would be his undoing. Even if he I don't managed know if to get Americans, the Democratic, I don't know if, if Americans are ready for a president who sucks dick. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see a day where either gets, female or gay. Right. I, I, I can just see the uh, I can just see the mischief that people are going to get into with a razor blade and the 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 man's name on a bumper sticker. You know what? I feel like there's also a way in which he's not going to win in the primary but i want him to do well here's why he stopped the cycle that's going on on news for even if it was just 45 seconds to explain that like everything that everyone's talking about includes like a billion loaded terms and he did they didn't ask him any policy questions and he couldn't answer them but he he was like hey these things are meaningless like why are we like well, this doesn't make any sense they did ask him one policy question they asked him whether he would support states' rights to, to ban abortion after... 20 weeks? Yeah, however many weeks. 20 weeks. Uh, and I really like his answer. His answer was, you know, rather than lawmakers, gross, sweaty men lawmakers making that decision, how about the women and their doctors make that decision? Well, that's the difference between you and the, the anti-abortion person, though. You think that, oh, this is like a medical procedure, and that's it then you just yeah, leave it, it in someone, you, you leave it in someone else's hands because it's a medical procedure that it doesn't have anything to do with you and that's you that's a, that's the most that's the easy first of all it's the easiest way to just let other people do their thing which should be like everything should tend in that direction sort of if it's not hurting anyone else but i think like i think like some of the jesus people or some of the far right they truly believe that you're like murdering a life and I don't think there's anything. Well, you are, like, you're not murdering life, but you're allowing one to die. Mm. And, like, I guess some might consider it murdering, murdering a life. But, like, if Breadboard Baker, for example, woke up tomorrow morning and I had attached myself to his body and I was living off of his sustenance. Oh, I would hope that he... Oh, I would hope... Would it be wrong for him to remove the tube from his anus that I'm living on? Oh, that's weird. Wow. <laughs> this is, okay, see... This you is the did, good shit, everybody. Yeah, you did... Um, it was... I was great with you right up until that last part. I mean, like, okay, transfusion, right? No. Just no. pretend nope, he said nope, something straight else. straight up the anus. Okay. Just, just pretend he just, pretend he just right, said it, something okay, else. Is it, so. is it wrong for him to remove whatever device I'm using to keep myself alive on his body? Is that wrong? See, oh. yeah, because we're talking about the personhood of women and how a life of women is um, is should be more important than her childbearing capacity. Pardon, pardon me, a good wife. Yes. Which story should we do next? I 
would like to hear what that fucking bitch Laura Ingram has to say. Do you want to hear her talk about AOC? Or do you want to hear her and Dinesh D'Souza? Dinesh D'Souza. Okay. <laughs> that one's kind of rough, but yeah. Oh, boy. I know what you're talking about. Here okay, we go. so I have to give a little bit of background. Mm. The uh, On the docket, this is a quote from a tweet that some lady who just like works at a university put up. She said, here's Laura Ingram displaying my face to 2.5 million ver- viewers and calling me a journo terror- terrorist. That was the tweet, and it was the lady who's in the video which I don't know in a couple months or whatever, you'll just be able to watch during this show and you won't have to imagine it. Um, and Dinesh D'Souza is there too. This is, this is pretty bad. And so what happens to her? She's kicked out of journalism, but she's hired to teach. I got to stop. She, how do you get kicked out of journalism? Like we haven't been kicked out of journalism yet. How, how do you get kicked out of journalism? She wasn't kicked out of journalism. That's then I followed the thread that she posted. On she this like, and she, she's this, she's one, she's teaching an adjunct one class as an adjunct professor and getting paid like nothing for it. She's doing like listen, seven hours already a week. Fucking, we're already on this. It was like four seconds of audio. Hey, yeah. our mics aren't on. Oh, they're not. Oh, now they're Oh, Hey, we're back. So first of all, um, yeah, she's an adjunct professor working seven hours a week doing one class, like almost like on a correspondence course at this community college. And she's not out of journalism. She's just not working right now as a journalist. This is okay. We could we could be here till two in the morning dissecting this clip. I think we're going to have to force ourselves to listen to the whole thing and maybe take like, notes mm. in your mind. Uh. And so what happens to her? She's kicked out of journalism, but she's hired to teach journalism. Now, uh, think about this. In any other field, this would be insane. If somebody was caught, for example, cheating at chess or making illegal moves, would they be hired to teach chess, to be a chess coach? No. Why not? Because we don't want chess coaches teaching people to make illegal moves or cheat at the game. But NYU does. So I think that the reason that they hired her is precisely because they see that from their point of view, she has a strong commitment to left-wing activism to social justice as they put it than to journalistic standards they don't really care about the journalistic standards she's highly qualified from their point of view but part of what they're doing Dinesh is what we alluded to we talked about with Harmeet and in the angle they want to circumscribe speech they want to take players off the field altogether so she's just a hit gal she's another you know media matters they don't want to argue they don't want to win the debate they want to search and destroy that's what they do that's why you know fox viewers are are so loyal to this network because we refuse to bow refuse to cave in to these kind of terroristic tactics and that's what they are they're little journo terrorists laura ingram is like butch jordan peterson Oh, no. oh. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. Are you suggest are you I suggesting that woman. we should even claim to know what gender Jordan Peterson is? I think it's implied when I say Butch Jordan Peterson. Yeah, she she wouldn't mind. She'd understand. She, she wouldn't mind. Yeah. That I'm les- pretty that sure le- that Jordan le- Peterson understands that, that that lesbian chick that wants you to clean your room wouldn't exactly. be Exactly. I'm sorry that that, that Laura Ingram is more butch than she. She just called this lady, and by she, I don't mean Jordan Peterson, I mean Laura Ingram. She just called this lady a journo-terrorist, and all this lady appears to have done is taken, like, a job as a part-time professor. But that's what Laura Ingram does. She likes to make up fucking shit and then, like, tell a bunch of her fucking idiot followers bullshit that doesn't make anything real. Like, she... 
We are all making a categorical error here. No, we've all like also neglected something really important is that Dinesh D'Souza said like 14 stupid things in 45 seconds before Laura Ingram even opened her mouth. Yes, I was going to point out that Dinesh D'Souza obviously never played chess in the park because if you made some sort of illegal quote unquote chess move, you would be fucking run out on a rail or your ass would be kicked or you'd be probably shanked. Um, so <laughs> there, there's no way you get away with an illegal chess move. There's no really such a thing as an illegal chess move. There's you know, just you know where Dinesh you don't make you know what Dinesh D'Souza didn't do like for that fucking four hours his ass ever had to spend in jail on his campaign fraud thing play he chess. didn't play chess with nobody hell no not even checkers or maybe maybe connect four maybe tic-tac-toe you mean you know connect one connect one exactly <laughs> all right well I mean things aren't really going to get much better from here um uh, we got okay so that's Laura Ingram seriously at least we got that one out of the way because that's horrible and we were kind of gonna have to play it and i'm but no but seriously her voice sounds also kermit ish but she's much more butch than jordan peterson so like sam the eagle Hmm. can we hear what fox and friends and friends and friends have to say about the electoral college (laughs) that one's pretty good i i I really am just curious i haven't heard that clip yet that's okay it's it's pretty short brian you made a great point earlier when it comes to one of many by the way i was hoping you'd add that <laughs> please uh, when it comes to two hours in getting rid of the electoral college and uh you know making the small states insignificant because people would just uh, go ahead and just campaign in new york and california well if the first in the nation primary is in new hampshire and the first caucus is in iowa they would be irrelevant if it was all based on the popular vote and so that's not going to resonate with them they're not going to like the candidate who shows up and says yep get rid of the electoral college sorry iowa okay so he's got a fucking fundamental error here the primaries are a completely different election than the than the general election if the general election was uh turned into popular vote instead of electoral college the primaries could still function however the fuck they function they could be also changed to a total popular vote or they could do whatever kind of weird shit they're doing now with some kind of weird super delegates and fucking like but they're it's like two separate two separate things they're not the same thing correct and this is fox and friends and this is like and friends and friends and friends and friends i should i don't ever why I shouldn't even done that. I should have just called Brian Kill Me to Homo and let it be like What did we hear some friends call this good wife the view for fascists? That's correct. <laughs> Isn't it in Iowa the the candidate who whose supporters bring in the most corn gets elected? No, that, like that. That's well, how they, they elect it is, a, the, it is a caucus, yeah. Right. Sorry. That's how they elect the corn god. Right. Okay. It is a caucus, though, so it's it's a little dip, different from your normal. But vote. even even so, they could do caucuses yeah. during the primary. Of course, it, you're 100 percent correct, Bruce David. It's a totally different process. And then, and then, and then they then have the, a popular and vote. And then the then the general would just be a winner takes all popular vote, which would be wonderful. Right. And there's, there's a process issue because states are the ones that administer elections. The federal government has no elections. They have an elections oversight division that does like finance, but they don't have a division that op- that actually administers elections. The states do it, or the counties uh, for that, the states. That would be the so, FEC, by the way, the federal. So there would have to be some, you know, uh, it, I, I don't know if we need a constitutional amendment to get rid of it, but we, we do need to have some sort of oh, pretty serious I, legislative change if we wanted to get rid of the Electoral College. Yeah, I think so. That would probably be untenable given the current political climate. So we could eventually get let's. It. Well, let's not think about it. Let's just make sure that every effing state votes for someone not named Donald Trump. So we're gonna do a little bit of shot for now, everybody. We got Devin Nunes. 
he's suing Twitter and uh, I don't know some fucking Twitter trolls including someone who called themselves Devin Nunes' mom on Twitter yes and someone who called themselves Dev and, and Devin Nunes' mom they were just acting like they were like a liberal mom like kind of yelling at him for the things that he was doing yes and then Devin Nunes' cow wasn't really doing anything until all this happened yes and um He's going to use a strategy that Scientology used against the government when they wanted tax-exempt status. Just start suing everybody and see what happens. It worked for Scientology. Former Intel Committee Chairman Congressman Devin Nunes filed a $250 million lawsuit against Twitter in Virginia State Court, alleging the social media company negligently failed to remove defamatory and malicious tweets about the congressman and his family. Twitter is declining comment tonight, but here to talk about this lawsuit and much more, California Congressman Devin Nunes. Um, you do have a high bar. We all need that because if you're a public figure, you need actual malice and what's known as a reckless disregard for the truth or else I would sue people every hour of every day. But it's harder. Um, it's not like in the case of the Covington High School kid. Tell us about the suit. Yeah, so this is the first of many, Sean, and what we're doing here is we're actually going after Twitter first because they are the main proliferator and they spread this fake news and the slanderous news. Oh, God. The fake news, the fake news. Okay, there are a lot of problems, you could, a lot of problems and a lot of criticisms you could level at Twitter, mm. but one of them isn't that they spread the fake news. I mean, that might mm. be the problem. Oh, Okay, the problem is this is all about Devin Nunes, and he's like really pissed off that people are clowning him on Twitter. So wait, is it is he saying that they're spreading the fake news that Devin Nunes has a cow? Okay, that is that the fake news? No, there actually is a Twitter account, or is it that Devin Nunes has a mom? Like that she, that she didn't truly disown him. That is also well, a Twitter no, just account. that he didn't like congeal in a gutter somewhere. Yeah. No, as far as I know, these are Twitter accounts that are just trolling him. So Devin's mom and Devin's cow. Although Devin's cow wasn't really doing a whole they lot. They weren't of doing a very good they had job about of trolling followers, and they weren't doing a very good job of trolling anyone yes. until this lawsuit dropped, and then all well, of a sudden, five hundred thousand followers. <laughs> yeah, Devin Nunez's cow was listed as a defendant on an, like an official court document, and now that Twitter account has more followers than Devin Nunez's official Twitter account. Yay, internet. So Devin Nunes is suing his own cow and his own mom? Correct. Yes, is that what I'm yes, understanding? Yes, that's exactly that was the, right. Yes. That was the headline was it, Devin Nunes sues mom. That was that, no, I'm serious. That Sue's was the mom, comma, cow. Yes. Right. It, um, yes, and this was actually something that trees were felled for this to be published in a court of law. Correct. Correct. Devin we, Nunes' trees. We have more of Sean Hannity and Devin Nunes. There are no only, trees in his district. That was only one clip. If you look at the lawsuit, I think and people can go and look at it on Fox News. Uh, it's all there. But what we're, the case we're basically making is, is this was an orchestrated effort. Uh, so people were targeting me. There were anonymous accounts that were that were developed. And look, okay, there's hold not on supposed for a second. to be. Does this guy is this not the Madison Star Moon defense right here? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, I couldn't log into Twitter because I forgot my password, and I'm really mad about it. So I'm suing the government. That were that were developed. And look, there's not supposed to be. These accounts aren't supposed to exist. Twitter says that they don't have accounts that do this. So, like I said, this is the first of many lawsuits that are coming. But it, but there were several fake news accounts, whether it was regard to the Russia investigation or to me, 
And we have to hold all of these people accountable because if we don't, our First Amendment rights are at stake here. This isn't 20 years ago, Sean. What's happening is, is that is that Twitter becomes the game. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. If we don't silence these people, our First, First Amendment, Amendment rights, rights are, are in danger. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, come on, that's, that's the, oh. Get your government hands off my Medicare. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Medicare, but not the Obamacare or, or Protect something. our free speech. Stop allowing them to criticize me. Twitter becomes the gaslighting for all of the news, and when they're regulating us, they're regulating what people can see on my tweets, which they've done, and then they're, they're proliferating out things that they agree with, with the algorithms that they develop. They need to come clean. They're, they're not a public right? square. They are content developers. They are not a public square. Oh, my God. Well, no, they're not. They're also... No, they're in this like legal gray area where they they're happy to sit. Like, isn't he hurting his own case by saying like, "Look, they're doing this thing and nobody can see it because they're not a public square. They're they're literally their own private company, so they're allowed to do that." Yeah, he's really making the case against himself really easy. That's because this guy, this guy's not talking to you and me, especially not you. Uh, of he's certainly not talking to people who have. Uh, some sort of like basic ground level understanding of what social networks do and how they work, or at least like what's publicly known about what they do and how they work. He's talking to a bunch of fucking people who've been banned from Twitter for calling somebody the N word. That's who he's talking to right now. For sure. They're on gab and maybe their post didn't post because gab like doesn't really work. If I'm understanding his argument, it's basically it's unfair that these people are following the rules. Well, he said it's against the rules to make fake accounts, but Twitter's rules specifically say that you can have a personal account and that you can have an account for your brand. So whoever owns De Devin Nunes's account, Devin Nunes's cow, that's just their brand. Like no different than Echoplex Media is the that's brand. That's their brand, not Devin Nunes's cow's brand. Devin Nunes never owned a cow. I don't care what anybody Devin says. Devin Nunes didn't brand his cow? Uh, if he did, he would, he'd be the sadistic motherfucker to do it. And he is a public figure, right? So parody is allowed if, if they wanted to claim that. To, or parody or satire. This is like... Remember when we were on about Jacob Wall about a month ago? Mm. This is that but a congressperson. Mm. I don't know if that makes <laughs> sense. Are you yeah. with me? This is this yeah. is not quite out to Madison Star Moon, but it's getting mm -hmm. it's it's kind of close. They're shadow banning me. They're after me. They're trying to stop me. That's fucking delusional. Yeah, that's that's like uh, you know the Infowars level trollery. You know, I, I I'm being silenced. I cry on my own personal media network. I'm sick and tired of these people being able to criticize me when I hurt people. Yes, that's the, and it doesn't even matter if you hurt anybody, even if you just said something fucking stupid and you're an idiot and people are criticizing you for that. Like yeah, just, I'm sick and tired of these people being able to criticize me. Speaking speaking of which, can we find out who on Fox is upset that America gets no credit for ending slavery? Because I really, I'm really sick of America me? getting. I was trying to bury the lead on this fucking story. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bear. Whatever. No, we have more Devin. All right, cool. We're gonna we're gonna skip the rest of the story. This is. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to no, it's you, fine. Sir. This. You know, it's really important you bring this up. Uh, 
six weeks ago, we had no idea who Katie Pavlich was. Media. Is she like a conservative Barbie number two five? No, we had no idea who Katie Pavlich was. A good wife. She's been on the show. This will be a month of Katie Pavlich. She's usually on the five. Uh, does anybody here know what the five is? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Oh, yes. God. Can yes. someone explain what the five is? Good wife. This, but with blonde people. <laughs> <laughs> add 20. That's pretty good. Add, add, uh, 27% Becky to this show. Correct. And, and, and remo- Karen. Becky and Karen. And Ooh. maybe a little bit of a... 37% Karen to remove all the salt. And make all us all blonde salt. women. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not on 20% the... 20% fi- silicone. So Katie Pavlich is Ooh. not on the five this time. Uh, she is... I don't know. She She's oh, going dude. rogue? She's like on somebody else's show. Maybe it's Stuart Varney's show. Maybe she's on Fox and Friends saying this and fucking Friends. crazy shit. All I'm saying is that like we're gonna, this lady's going to get her own hashtag in a moment. They, they keep blaming America for the sin of slavery, but the truth is throughout human history, slavery has existed, and America came along as the first country uh, to end it within 150 years. And we get no credit for that to move forward and try and make well, we, on we that. Well, we did have a, a very bloody civil yeah. war. Or over that and issue. And the racial history, the remnants of the Civil War, right. particularly blacks in the South, Correct. Yes. That, that was not and an easy and path. Still, I mean, that was bloody and violent and deadly. And there were Native Americans here when we that. showed up. Yeah, we're yeah. Still, we my my point is that we were the, that the country that decided to end it, and we're still dealing with the issue. But if you want to start a problem and to inflame racial tension even more, start blaming people who have nothing to do with slavery for the sin of slavery. That is not fair. That's not the american way and we shouldn't be doing it oh uh, sorry so sorry. that sh- that was a total shit show was hella crosstalk that was the five for sure my yeah. goodness yeah that, that was there's a lot to unpack there i mean first and foremost that america the united states was not the first country to abolish slavery by the way pretty sure that happened in many other places before it got to like us. the entirety of europe pretty much before yeah. we did it and like yeah. europe was the center of the world and we, they didn't need a fucking bloody civil war to do it by the way um uh, there was there, there uh, were there were there were wars there were wars yes there were wars but uh, uh they, they and they may have been about slavery who knows how they were whitewashed true Cause just because we couldn't whitewash it here doesn't mean that fucking some and doesn't mean that some german guy couldn't whitewash very good point very good point uh but to, the notion that we need we deserve some sort of credit for it like this is the problem with america and if anything with small d democracy is that yeah we're a little too wishy-washy we let these things link fester too long we allow our we allow these actually very big deep rifts to fester for too long until they become civil wars and they don't you know we can't resolve them like people i, I think germany deserves well. credit too for not holocausting in a while uh, yeah, but it, so yeah, sixty, you know, year, 60 years, sixty years since our last Holocaust. Everyone, Woo-hoo. seventy. Sorry, seventy years. Yeah, didn't they're coming Germany, up on seventy-five. Seventy-five we, years since the Holocaust. That's great. Possibly, Congratulations, Germany. How many years has it been since the Holocaust.com Probably is it taken? Seventy-five. Yeah, it's seventy-five years. That's that's like the what? The silver? No, the diamond anniversary. Oh man. This is I don't know, but they're in first place dark. for length from last Holocaust. Oh man, I could have taken that in a really dark joke kind of a place. And I'm not going to go there. This whole thing not on this podcast. All right, listen, we have fucking how many minutes is it? To Diamonds in the Holocaust, folks. It's fucking Just eight, eight minutes to red light. Conversation. Red light. Hey, excuse me, everybody. Yes. 
I, I am the host of this show. Yes. Okay. Wait, you are? Can somebody else grab a docket? we we got to figure yeah. out what we're going to cover before the show I, ends. I was looking at the docket myself, actually, and there was a, a, a story that jumped out at me, and I have to find it. Hold on. It jumped out at me. Yes. Uh, crazy old Uncle Pat. Pick one. Still doesn't like the gays. Because, you know, we were talking about the gays earlier. A weird way of doing sex. So he obviously doesn't, he's not a big fan of booty judges. You know, if you read the book of Romans, you find a Don't do that. time uh, oh when the Bible says God gave them up. And he gave them up to unclean passions. Women lusting for women and men lusting for women, for men like women. And uh, this was the end of the decline against God. It was wherefore God gave them up to unnatural passions, the Bible says. And that's what's happening now. When you figure 1% of the population, Max, is, is uh, lesbian, maybe 2% Max is homosexual. Yeah. Now they've got this whole thing about gender transition, and we never had that before, and suddenly uh, little boys decide they want to get to be girls, and they have these awful uh, surgeries and hormone treatments, and the next thing you know, the child says, wait a minute, I really want to still be a boy, and then they want men to go into women's bathrooms and uh, into women's locker rooms, and then they want of transgender uh, women to compete against uh, women in in sporting events when really they're they're truly male and the whole thing is chaotic take your meds uncle pat it's not that way uh, i mean oh my gosh he's um, he's got it all wrong uh of course i for one am stunned that pat robertson got it all wrong you're just saying that because you're one of those liberals who wants to sew dicks on all the little girls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, yes, that's a perfect example of the kind of uh, leap to <laughs> complete ludicrous conclusions that, um, that they engage in. Yes, you're, you're a lefty. That means you do this lefty thing and that other lefty thing, and you imagine this lefty thing mashed up with this. Wait, you mean you don't eat children? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was like, Pizzagate, and, like, n nobody except, like, Jimmy Dore uh, thought Pizzagate was real. Really? I thought, I, well. Well, what about I, that guy who showed up at shit. Comet Ping Pong to, you know, with a gun and demanding to be shown the basement, like, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure? So, check this out. We got, this guy, his name's Bobby O'Connor. He went on the uh, Jim Baker show. Uh, the worst hype man in the world is, in fact, in the background. Yes. This is a story about a higher power and a tornado, as if a tornado is not a higher power. I got on a plane. We flew out of Albany, Oregon, down to uh, Oklahoma City, and <laughs> we'd go straight to the air, straight to the church, and um, a terrible tornado starts coming. A terrible tornado, and so we—I've just got to the building, and uh, the one of the men on a smartphone had a, a Doppler radar, and he says, "Pastor, there's a tornado coming. It's headed straight for this building." And so, here's what happened: the Lord said, "Bobby, if you don't get up and rebuke this tornado, I'm going to send a tornado, <laughs> blow the building away, hurt a lot of people, and hold you responsible." Oh my goodness! So, now watch out. Uh, I said, "Okay, God." Now, I said, okay, 
If you really want me to get up there and prophesy, I want you to speak to me. I opened the Bible just like this and stuck my finger down there just like that. And I looked down and it said, son of man, get up and prophesy to the winds. Mm. So I got up and prophesied to the winds, and you can get it. It's in the world, it's in the film of the Weather Channel. When the prayer goes up to bind the tornado, tornado's coming down like that, it stops in midair, reverses its rotation, goes back up. The world record uh, people said that it happened one other time in human history. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah, this is all fucking completely amazing. It's all totally real. God sent a tornado to kill everyone, and he told me, if you don't stop that tornado... I'm going to hold you personally responsible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I lost. Because I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> pretty sure I lost Bobby O'Connor like five words into that word salad. But well, okay. it sounded very interesting. He, I was very, I could, he, he believes what he's talking about. I do believe that. I could play this again. Did he use an it, organite sculpture? He wasn't trying to get rid of the chemtrails. He was trying to get rid of a fucking tornado. Those are two different things, dude. Don't tornado. you know anything? Tornado. Yeah, but those are cloud busters. Was well, he trying to get rid of the tornado? It sounded like he was believing in the tornado. It was really, really righteous. Well, it, um, was, it was terrible. He was, he was, was preaching at the tornado. It was a terrible tornado. I mean, if you believe that tornadoes have orgone energy, like Wilhelm Reich did, then you, you know you would believe the cloud buster pipes withdraw that orgone energy from the to- from the, any cloud formation. I find it really funny that like we have these preachers who are like I told God to speak to me so I opened up the book and I put my finger down and it said go yell at the wind but if they say and I told God to speak to me and God came down and said to me hey kill your family then we think they're crazy right but it that that was that one story in the Bible in the and and the guy actually went through with it before God said, "Lol, J.K., don't actually stab your son." <laughs> right? He's like, "Don't do it, bro." And he's like, "Dude." All right, Abraham was like, "Pardon me. Are you sure?" Pardon me. Check this Dave. out. We're gonna go a little long, I think. Um, yeah, because it's you know it's a minute to. Yeah, we're gonna go a little long. It's a, it's a like one minute to red light. One but, minute to red. But I really light. want. Yeah. So there's. Amen. There's, there's going to be at some point where Facebook Live is just going to pop the fuck on. Uh, but don't worry, the cameras are off. It's just going to be a slideshow. I can obscure my, my, wait, I'll wait, obscure wait. my people face. People are going to be listening to this? Uh, people, I mean, the, the, the fundamental concept is that someone somewhere is listening to this. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> We those do gla- it for the listener. We those do glasses? all of this for the listener. HK, those glasses look pretty good on you. The camera would be kind. but we, The camera could subtract like 10 pounds. I'd nah, I don't that. have that plug-in. It's all <laughs> open source. Hello, <laughs> listener. All right, we're going to do one more on the regular docket. I okay. think... Should we do... Okay, there's two stories about anti-vaccine. Do you want to do the Kentucky government governor, uh, Matt Vett, Matt Bevan, who's for vaccine choice, or do you want to do a Kentucky anti-vaxxer who gets a hearing over a chicken pox school ban? I've heard too much about the second, not anything about the first. So let's hear about the uh, the vaccine choice. Yeah. That sounds, that's like, is that like school choice? Uh, it's sort of... Oh. <laughs> we got a bit of an echo in here. <laughs> 
Hey now. This morning, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin is under fire for exposing his nine children to chickenpox at a so-called chickenpox party rather than vaccinating them against it. We found a neighbor that had it, and I went and made sure every one of my kids was exposed to it, and they got it. In an interview with local radio station WKCT, Bevin saying all his kids got the virus this way. They were miserable for a few days. Uh, and they all turned out fine. Without condemning parents who choose to vaccinate, he they all turned out. And they all turned out fine. Uh, and they all turned out fine. Without they were miserable for a few days. They were miserable. They were they were they were miserable for a few days. Uh, and they all turned out fine. Without condemning parents who choose to vaccinate, he did say vaccinating should be a choice for parents. It's absurd. And I think why are we forcing kids to get it? Let's. If you are worried about your child getting chickenpox or whatever else. Vaccinate your child. The um, whole world yes. has gone red light. That is not how it fucking works. Not how it works. Yeah, like this is this is so stupid because there's going to be. I I hate to. Oh man. In fact, I'm not even going to do it. Uh, vaccinate your kids because there are many reasons to do so. We there's no reason to explain herd immunity because the 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 person listening to this show. I almost said people. The person listening to this show right now knows what herd immunity is. Although he is implying that. You should give people the choice to not care about whether their kids get infectious diseases. Um, that is what he is heavily implying. He's saying if you care about your kids getting infectious diseases, go vaccinate them. He's saying, like, he's saying back when there were no vaccines, he got chickenpox and he was okay. It still kills people. And if you get it, you're going to have it 60 years later as shingles. You'd, I'd rather have had the vaccination, but it wasn't around when I was a kid. So I got to talk about this to my doctor in like 20 years. This is the thing is like the, the and none of this makes sense. Like the, the anti-vaccine movement, people getting chicken pox because they're like, oh, it's just chicken pox. Well, that's fucking great. Now your kid's like down for the count for two weeks and the other kids weren't like this is fucking stupid. Like. There's nothing we can do to combat this. Making fun of this isn't combating this. We're preaching to the fucking, like, I don't know, all boys choir or whatever. Oh, wait a minute. That's a different. It's just chicken pox. It's just measles. It's just rubella. I mean, it's just cholera. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast version of the show. It's just polio. It's just cholera. (laughs) (laughs) It's just smallpox. Hey, I had an apple, too. I know what cholera is. You can die from that. This is fucking so hey everybody again thanks for listening to the podcast version of this show i think we're gonna get out of here it's uh put a napkin over your drink yes it's time for the huxtable red light when we come back uh everybody on facebook live welcome like i don't know sorry